Hello and welcome to the Especially on Tuesday podcast. My name is Kathy Rast and I'm the founder of The Humaning Project where we are all about and here for the love of thinking where we can process real life in real time through the words that we use. <sighs> okay, breathing a breath. I love that, breathing a breath. Do you know that that's called a polyptotum? Uh, it's a type of rhetoric. Uh, it's a rhetoric device where you use you repeat the same word in uh, close uh, positioning, uh, usually the same sentence, and uh, it's in different forms. So breathe a breath. That's the verb and the noun. A little bit of a fun uh, bit of wording ways for your days. If that's all you take with you, thank you. Have a good one. Sure. Anywho. Are uh, continuing to play and ponder and pull together all the parts of the humaning project. Uh, what I want it to be, what it can be, what it oops, what it won't be. Sorry, I've just absolutely flicked something across my desk. Uh, fun fact. Another fun little trivia thing before I get on to the humaning project. Uh, just to give you an idea of what it is to pay attention uh, and to understand, to, to come up with things that may or may not yet be obvious. I know that I do a thing where I wave my hands. And so I had to, to and what would, was happening is that because I'm not paying attention to my hands, I'm wholly and solely in my thoughts and thinking, uh, not aware of what my technically what my body is doing, uh, I can repeatedly beyond what was reasonable kept knocking over my cup of tea, <laughs> uh, and the reason I'm sharing this is that when we observe a behaviour that enough that it creates some sort of a pattern, then we can work out a way that we can leverage and work with that particular thing, which is one of the points and passions behind and purposes behind the humaning project. Anyhow, what happened with this particular uh, thing where I just kept knocking, I had this really nice comfortable to hold cup of tea, uh, cup for my cup of tea. Um, however... <laughs> My, I will vouch uh, for my uh, keyboard that it is still working strong uh, no matter the number of times that it's actually gone for a swim on my desk. And so anyway, looking at this particular thing, I'm like, there's a couple of ways I could think about this and approach this. I could think, hey, old Kathy would have just been like, put your hands in, keep your hands still. Uh, okay, and whatever that, we can go down that path, or you're useless, you're an idiot, all that kind of stuff. Yep, that's kind of one of my, uh, that's where, definitely where sometimes my thoughts can go. Uh, another way that, and the way that I've learned, I'm like, okay, cool, so this is a natural movement. So now I'm talking about uh, humaning, the act of being human, uh, human in progress. And so I'm like, well, I naturally am speaking with my hands when I'm sitting at my desk. And so I need to have a space and environment that can meet that particular need. Uh, because there's a story to stopping a behavior that's so natural, so unconscious. Uh, to the point I did that previously and I did it for about 20 odd years and I got really, really sick. So 
When I tried on for size, not moving my hand so much, it had a ripple effect inside that stalled and stunted and started to stiffen up some parts uh, physically in my body as well as my thinking. So I'm like, cool, I need to wave my hands around when I'm thinking. When I'm on a roll, I need my hands to move around. So, okay, cool. So I have... But I've also got to have a dry worktop because that's how electronics work. They don't love to be swimming. How can I make this work? Plus, I was also um, sometimes burning myself uh, and having a burnt crutch is not fun for anyone. So I went, okay, how could this work? And what I observed, I, I, I did a little experiment with myself. And the experiment means just I, I had a question and I observed the behavior in its natural ways and then I came up with potential solutions and so then when I played with each one I came up with at least two I always like to have at least two three tops but this case I just had two and so I come up with two solutions and uh, they were, one was to move and, ha and have a coaster where I'd specifically put my cup and, uh, and then another one was to change the type of cup. And what happened was, <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter where I put it on my desk. I've got long arms and I was have a long wingspan and so... I would still hit this specific cup. Right, cool, cool, cool. So that means I'm going to now try a different cup. How could I size up what would be an old, a reasonable size? Okay, cool. So what is it? And I worked out that I would swing at a certain height. And then from, from that point on, I found a mug. I purposely bought a mug that was a certain height and I have not knocked over since. I've dropped it. <laughs> That's a different story. However, I have not knocked it over. So uh, if you ever are on a call with me uh, on the Zoom, then you'll notice that I have a big ass wide cup. That's because it holds the same volume as my other cup however it is at a level that uh, can work up help me operate to my uh, meet my personal needs in my workspace that long story there uh, as unelegant as it was all had a point per and purpose that was because I was uh, bringing attention to a behavior that I caught to a need I learned and then a process that I followed so that I could find how it could work for me and the reason I've just spread that out a little bit longer is that that's the whole point of the humaning project we've put so much under different uh, wording ways such as control what you can control uh, pay attention to the detail uh, uh, appreciate the small things whatever it might be at, at, uh, what, what's the word I was looking for there there was another one that came to mind uh, one step at a time these seemingly simple human acts are far from simple for many of us or we just spray and pray. We just do things and hopefully it'll stick and work out the way that we hoped it would. Uh, and so 
what happens is we uh or we say to someone with the best of intentions however we are stopping short from actually supporting them with the support that we intended to support them with the ambiguity in these uh, adages these sayings these things that just roll off the tongue that are more about the rhetoric which is language that is kind to the mind that is easy to recall without thought we are not yet looking at what or how these uh, can be done in the everyday and we're not yet looking at how these are adding to our uh, workload consciously and unconsciously this is the point the purpose and the passion behind in front and all around the humaning project bringing together thinking behaviors and how, how our thinking connect to our behaviors and our relationships and other parts of our humaning self uh, and how that is being led or misled by our language and what we can do about it being having those make the things super practical uh, but first becoming aware and catching these instances of like oh yeah I have said that or yeah I do say that what the fuck does that actually mean <laughs> so now as I continue to refine and define the uh, humaning project I really uh, am getting clear that I knew it was always going to be about language however that is not the leading thing and that's what I've done in the past where I've led with language specifically words how and what and so but just the words not in the context or uh, it was so adaptable I could put it in any context so I'm putting it in the context of our human experience and specifically our human experience every day and how we can influence that uh, through our and through our thinking drawing that line of sight between what we are saying to ourselves and others becoming aware of our thoughts inside and outside of our head and how it is shaping our experience and this is what i've been doing since day dot i just haven't found the angle to dangle that works and fits best for uh to land and to stick the landing uh i it something happened yesterday where I was reading an article from one of the news outlets it caught my eye because it was about thinking specifically thoughts that uh, wander and how our thoughts tend to wander uh, usually in the shower or uh, when we are resting or going for a walk yes of course it does one I do think there there should be scientific proof out there that we can think clearer when we don't have our pants on that could be taken any which way however just use it for uh, PG here that when you're in the shower it's easier for you to think and so then also that uh, gosh now I've absolutely direct distracted myself and the older directions that could take please be aware of your thinking when your pants are off <laughs> make good decisions <laughs> back on track I was reading this article and they were talking about thinking and how our thoughts wander and how it's connected to creativity 
there are a couple of reasons why this specific uh, view angle that was dangled by the author peeved me off. Two, the, the, uh, there were a couple of things. So the first one was it was just really kind of lazy in that the when we're thon- when we uh, wander and our thoughts wander, we assume it's connected to creativity. Uh, and also the other thing was that the only voice that was really in the room was someone who is embedded in the academia. Academia has a really great place uh, to support and inform what we uh, suspect. However, when we come from a specific model, and this one I'm referring to the Western medical model, that is a very biased lens in the language that we use around that. And that was something that really, I felt a visceral uh, anger in that moment. And, And when I feel that type of anger, I know that one of my values is being overstepped. And the reason I go around that is because the workload on our minds in that the one of the last sentences captured part the part uh the purpose the point and the passion of the humaning project and that is that we often speak half our communication and put the burden of translating and interpreting uh what we are saying what we are meaning on the audience on the listener to make sense of it however Ah, uh, the the humaning project and me as a human in the humaning project believes that it's up to us to understand what we mean and then communicate the same. Once we know uh, what we need to know, it is easier to communicate. So this is where I was. Uh, one book I was just reading. They were saying how hard it is to express feelings, or it's how hard to exp- um, to explain blah. No, <laughs> it is. Uh, it tickles. It requires uh, specific thinking patterns, yes. And there are repeatable and sustainable thinking processes that we can follow, yes. And this is the point. I want people to know that thinking is a lot and making sense is a lot easier when you have the uh, tools uh, and devices that can support you best. And so with the, the bit that really paved and pissed me off to the point that I've got really passionate uh, was that they said that wandering thoughts uh, is not necessarily an impairment. That was one of the last sentences and it broke my wording heart because it go, it was a great example and illustration of how we know that we are right about something because of how not wrong we are or how I'm trying to um trying to put this in really simple terms how something is because of how it isn't or how much it isn't um or what can be done because of what it can't be or how it can't be done we are usually that position of what something isn't, uh, can't, uh, and, and all the, the not positions, that thing that isn't there, that, it, uh, that isn't there, the negative space, is usually the first thought. So we are communicating our first thought. 
and then leaving it up to uh, or assuming that the party, the other party or parties that we are talking with will pick up and do the work for us and translate it to what it is. What usually happens is that people, uh, we spray and pray and we tell people what we don't want and then surround ourselves sometimes uh, with people that will work to find out what we do want. So they will do what they think that we want and then we work out sometimes through iterations that, nope, don't want that, don't want that, don't want that. Okay, yeah, I do want that. And so (laughs) trial and error and what happens is it just leaves everyone bloody tired. So I am moving forward with the Humaning Project to shape the language and the awareness of our language and then how we can have uh, the words that are ready to use closer at hand, more front of mind so that we are saying uh, what we do want, what we do mean easier uh, and clearer and enjoyabler. So that when I do read the next edition, say, of this same book that I just read, then I hope to hear that it is becoming easier to explain what we are feeling. It is becoming easier to be clear on what we mean. That's where we're going with the Humaning Project. I trust, hope and yeah, just trust and hope for today. Uh, that something in there is ready for you to click, collect and connect in your day, in your way. See ya.